Hey, what's up? It's the Real Ass Dude, Puerto Rican Rattlesnake, Louis J. Gomez. You're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour on Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. friends welcome back to another episode of mad scientist party hour my name's kevin Kraft, and yes we are once again quarantined i am coming to you from studio city and beaming to us naked and masturbating from long beach it's jeff clark hey what's up what's up and bearded smiling and booger filled from Quakertown, Pennsylvania, it's Shuddy Boy. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Shuddy's got a new, a new sign on. I like it. Yeah. I was hoping that would go over well. I cracked, and I'm like everybody else on planet Earth, and I watched all of Tiger King. And? It's fun. Wait a minute. Worth the hype. Don't look at it like that. Exactly. It is worth the hype, and it's epic. Yeah. But it's just like it's not. We're not at that point where it's like, "Hey guys, I watched this cool documentary on Netflix." It's like, "Yeah, I joined the rest of you. I watched it." Well, had you just responded favorably to my original message, we would have been a week ahead of time. Look, I was gonna. Yeah, Jeff and I were definitely ahead of the curve. And you guys are probably going to be ahead of the curve on Ozark. Yeah, I'll uh, finish it by Wednesday. I haven't I even started finished it. it yesterday. Yeah, I haven't even started it yet. I'm gonna. I'm three episodes in. Ugh. Was that a, a grunt of disgust, Shuddy? Uh, I, yeah, I didn't enjoy it that much. Oh, dang. What? Wow, I've been seeing lots of people tweeting that it was like the best season yet. So have I, and I do not understand. We will definitely oh. we'll dive deep into it once you guys finish it. Wow. Uh, when the world zigs, Shuddy Boy zags. That's impressive, Shuddy. Though I, I've only seen three episodes, and I thought they were awesome, and most of the people whose opinion I trust said it's said it kicks ass. I really appreciate a good zag as a contrarian myself. <laughs> I always look for a way to argue. So good job, Shuddy. Thanks. Fuck pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Shuddy, you seem to be very active on uh, uh, our Patreon lately. Uh, I'm trying to be because I, uh, I'm i doing lots of stuff around the house and I am bored to fucking tears uh, not working. Like, I worked a lot, even on my days off and not having any work to do. I'm going pretty fucking crazy. So wait, when did, uh, your, when did your work work dry up? Um, last Monday we closed two of the stores and then on Wednesday we closed the rest of them. Oh shit. Damn. So yeah, that's why the last couple of days I've gotten very active on, uh, making stuff for Patreon because I have had nothing to do. Well, so are you, um, are you like, Filing for unemployment? Is there? I sure am. 
Do you uh, think there's going to be a job waiting for you when you come back? Or I, I sure That's fucking a hope question. so. That's a stu- I, my bad. It, it, it's not a stupid question. It's something that worries me most of my day is just what if. Yeah, but when you have every state's governor going on TV saying like, uh, I don't know, then I guess me asking, hey, when are you going to get your job back is a stupid question. Because like, my mom was just, I was just talking, because she's ahead of payroll for a construction or contracting company. And I just was FaceTimed with her, gave her a tour of the apartment, caught up with her. And we're obviously talking about the coronavirus. She's working from home. And like people are calling her asking about their paychecks and are pissed. So like, well, what's going on? Like, we need to get our shit together. Why aren't we prepared? And my mom's just like, what? Are you watching TV? Governor Cuomo is issuing a court. Like, everything's shut down. Like, what do you? There is nothing any company can do. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing to do. Yeah. I, so, in a weird way, we're all in this together. Well, not all of us, but most of us. I'm, I'm very, very, very lucky, and so is Kevin. I, I'd assume you believe that, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm for sure lucky that. Serious, you know, bent over backwards to get us all these units so we can go on the air from home. And, you know, my work continues. I mean, you just bought a house, Shuddy. Yeah. First mortgage payment is due uh, tomorrow. Fuck. Fuck. It's fucking terrible, man. I, hey, I just moved into a new apartment, so I added expenses. So I, I on one hand, I feel you, but. Dude, I, I don't know, man. It bu- it bums me out. It really does. All this shit. So, Shuddy, it looks like you your house has come with quite a few problems that you yourself now must fix. That is, yes, that is accurate. It It's not so much problems as cosmetic stuff and just updating and... Uh, reinvigorating the house that we need to do, I guess. Because, like, the ceiling fan didn't really need to be changed. We just didn't like it, so we changed it. And that was your first yeah. Bob Vila home improvement video? That was. Uh, it wasn't the first home improvement I've done, but it was the first video I did. Can you grade yourself by, like, how skillful you are with handyman shit? Well, considering the ceiling fan I installed yesterday uh, does not work. <laughs> it murdered I would, Sharon. <laughs> I would say <laughs> F. Okay. No, it doesn't even turn on. Uh, the power wire came, must have come disconnected uh, when I put everything, attached everything to the ceiling. So uh, I have to take it down and start, uh, start fresh. Oh, I hear man. you. I hope I, I hope Sharon films all of that in case you get blasted by a live wire. Well, I know yeah. what happened was uh, I do know which breaker it is, and I went down to flip the breaker this morning to fix my fuck up, and there was two inches of water in the basement. <laughs> uh, this the uh, the breaker for the sump pump tripped during the middle of the night <laughs> oh man so. being a homeowner sounds very fun <laughs> yeah is that was that a user error on your on your uh, part or did it just fuck up malfunction we have been bombarded with a ton 
of rain the last couple of days and my house is old and gets water in the basement. That's why there's a sump pump. And I, I think what essentially happened was it probably was just running too hard and tripped the breaker. And had I not even looked in the, there's, we don't store anything in the basement yet. Like there's, if I wasn't going down to trip the breaker for the ceiling fan, I would have never known, uh, that the basement was flooded and I wouldn't have gotten the sump pump working again. And it would have probably just been worse by now. Okay. Uh, Can you just like, given the, the coronavirus stuff and the, the, the home issues and you haven't paid your first mortgage payment, can you just be like, actually we're going to return it. Never mind. Never mind. No, I, I mean, no, I, I, a, I don't know if that's an option, and B, it's really not an option. It's like a, have to it's like a Tempur-Pedic mattress. <laughs> all of this shit out of this house and find some place that'll take all of these humans and all of these dogs uh, during all of this. That sounds fucking terrible. Yikes. Man. Well, uh, I, I look forward to watching more of the fixing... What do you call it? Fixing it? Fixing shit? Well, no, well it was... Shutty yourself. Uh, it was uh, fixing shit with Shuddy Boy, uh, but since uh, one of the dogs, uh, I took the female dogs for a walk this morning to get some exercise for myself. Took one of your can bitches we call out. Your bitches? Or <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we can do that. Oh yeah, on a walk with some of my bitches. And uh, I had my air uh, AirPods in, and didn't hear sirens going off and it spooked Lila and she pulled herself out of the harness and took Uh-oh. off full speed running. Uh, so with that and then the sump pump issue, uh, I decided there was no home improvement happening today. I wasn't going to tempt the fate of the gods. Uh, and I changed it to just being called at home with Shuddy Boy. Oh, and, sounds like a Martha uh, Stewart I, show. I posted a video of uh, videos of myself baking cream cheese filled banana bread. <laughs> so that's, that's up on the Patreon. All of this, the hanging of the ceiling fan and the um, baking of the banana bread are in the $5 tier. Well, hey, oh, okay. On behalf of the Puminati, thank you. I mean, we've I put out two Kevin's nerd holes and a sixty seconds with Kevin this past weekend. I was a su- special surprise guest on what the fuck did I just watch with Shuddy and Dom? So I think I think we put out at least nine different Patreon posts just this weekend. So I know everybody's quarantined and stuck inside, but you know. Like we've just demonstrated, not everybody's financial or employment status is necessarily in the greatest of shape. So if you find yourself working from home and you need some extra content, might as well check out our Patreon page. Uh, Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. You can see all the fun shit we're doing. Uh, by the way, speaking yeah, of... I, what's up, Shuddy? I was just going to say, there's been a lot going up this weekend. Only Jeff hasn't contributed. Oh shit! Yikes! 
Well, I'm getting acclimated in my new place, and I'll, I'll contribute some more. You don't have to call me out like that. <laughs> Edit this uh, shit out of the podcast. We're going to uh, – I have birthday cake Kit Kats that um, since I now have the ability to uh, record Skype calls with video even, uh, if Jeff can get his hands on them, we're, we're going to do a combined snack attack. I went out I mean, looking for him today. Actually, I went to a couple of different liquor stores. No one had it. So uh, this is this is what I'm doing. You liquor what stores. Do you, you, say it again. Liquor stores. Yeah, it's an odd place to go looking for candy. Why not a grocery store? Because you got to wait in line for a while wow. just to get in. So I went to Office Depot to try and find some shoes. Kevin, why are you being stupid? You know. <laughs> You know liquor stores in California have everything. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, they don't have, like, deep cuts, like, special flavors of shit. They go 100% like... do. Are you crazy? I, I'll, I'll do what, a fucking Bevmo? FaceTime Where'd a, you go? A tour of them. Well, what do you mean? Like, there's sick candy options in the liquor stores. Which liquor stores? All of them? I mean, a good amount of them in Long Beach. There's a liquor store up the... Uh, Close the, the the closest liquor store near the new place that I just rented has uh, serendipity ice cream pints. You know what serendipity is? No. It's like the famous like uh, New York City ice cream sundae spot. I think they do like a like a five thousand dollar gold carrot ice cream sundae, Whoa. which is pretty lame and for the most part. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I would never get that, but their ice cream is fucking sick and it's kind of famous. It's called. I think it's serendipity number nine. But they have, like, pints of that and a whole bunch of, obviously, beer, liquor, and candy options at the liquor store. Yeah, dude, liquor stores out here are fucking sick. I mean, I feel like, like actually, I'm thinking about your place right now. You don't have, like, a, a, a liquor store, like, on the corner that you can walk to. Not, not at the last place, Avalon, either. And the one before it. It was like a tourist trap that yeah. was all like expensive. Yeah, it was like forty dollars for like a regular bottle of Jack. Like it was the biggest ripoff mart ever. That place nah, we sucked. Got, we got sick liquor stores by me. I don't know. I might. I'm gonna try to go to the grocery store again tomorrow before work. I, I look out the window periodically, and I'm less and less. Am I seeing lines out front? Like, when I went last week, I, I was just out for a walk and saw there was no line, and I was like, huh, I'm going to try my luck, and got right in. Uh, I know that grocery stores out here are starting to become ghost towns. Ghost towns as in nobody's in there, or they have no food to sell? No, that nobody's go really going in anymore. Oh, uh, everybody's stocked up and just staying put, huh? That's what it seems like. I mean, I went to Walmart yesterday, and it was pretty busy. Uh, but the actual grocery stores don't seem to be. See, I went to Target the other day, and Target was sick, like wide open. The thing about Target and you know Walmart is that they're, they're so big that like you don't like there there was no line outside. Like grocery stores obviously a little bit are smaller than Target, so you got to wait outside for like. A few people to come out before you can go in, but Target was wide open and they have groceries there. Like, oh, and you got, got your hands on that fucking Ben and Jerry's. They had three Ben and Jerry pints of the Netflix and chilled. Oh, so man. I like, scooped up all of them for you know me and my brothers. And did it you was buy fucking a, awesome. Did you buy any lottery tickets on your way out? 
<laughs> no. Seems like a time to I capitalize. Was look, I was looking for the Kit Kat. They didn't have that. Because oh. that birthday cake, Kit Kat, that shit he's talking about, has been on my radar for like, since like late 2019. I've seen no like shit. them posting about it. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. I knew it was coming. I just haven't been able to find it yet. Man. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to try and... I want to hit up... Uh, I'm good on flour, but I do want to try and get more wheeling. I fucking... So we talked about how I... While we were in between rounds when we were playing Fortnite, I knocked over my wheeling, right? Yeah. Yes. And dumped half of a full bottle out on the floor. Uh, yes. So last night, I was mixing up some wheeling. And once it... That's the like one flaw in the design. Like once the bottle starts getting more and more empty, it's harder to get that syringe down there and lift the plunger to suck it up so you can measure how how you want to dose yourself. So I was like trying to tilt it and angle it and I'm fucking digging at that plunger and I'm pulling it out and I'm pulling it out and I tried to get a full dose worth, but so much of the little syringe was in the bottle, I couldn't see how far I had pulled the plunger out, and I actually just separated the two. And then the the female syringe part slipped out of my finger and went thunk right in the bottle. So I no longer have a syringe to measure it's out like my wheelie. It's like when wheeling. you drop the slide in Kevin, the Kevin, yeah. can't you just go in from the top with the plunger... And put it back in, slide it back into the hole for the. It's in too deep. It doesn't reach. The, I, I'm, the bottle is can't be that long that you can't get the plunger back in. Oh, I got a fart. Hold on. I mean, you have it in front of you. Look at it. Like if that plunger okay. drops past, past like the 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 neck, how do you grab it? So, the plus side on this is I've saved previous plungers from old bottles of weed lean so i have backups so all right for shuddy and jeff all right here's the plunger compared to the bottle right but you don't have to get it down to the bottom you just have to get it in the hole of the the female so that way the little seal causes enough tension that you can pull it out Kevin dropped the the female portion <laughs> of All right. the Here we go. Um, the syringe for the weed lean into the Shuddy's bottle. fucking gossiping right before our eyes. <laughs> you fucking stupid. Dude, so back to me being lucky, everything fucking delivers around me. Like, I can get... I, I, I told you, I think, before... Uh, before even the Easter egg, that I can get weed lean delivered to me. Like Med Men, I, I got, they dropped off a $200 order. Like everything is available on Uber Eats, obviously DoorDash, and like Long Beach has got such a fucking, it's got so much diversity that like I'm eating all different types of cuisines oh. and shit. Oh, um, that just reminded me. Quaker uh, Town does not. So when I went to uh, the supermarket last week, I've been stocking up on like oatmeal because I feel like that's a good thing to keep around to just make whenever you need breakfast and shit. It has a solid shelf life. I uh, I went to stock up and the Quaker Oats oatmeal and like the single serve packets, I found the best fucking flavor. I don't know if you guys are oatmeal fans at all. 
No. I don't hate it. I don't. I it just it's never something that I like. You know what? I want some oatmeal. I found they have a flavor that's peanut butter and honey, and it is absolutely epic. It's fucking delicious. It is so good. I'm going to try and get like two or three more boxes of it tomorrow when I, if I can get into the supermarket. The quarantine is, uh, is, isn't guess, completely useless, right? It's, getting you, it's forcing you to try some things that you otherwise wouldn't. Yeah, because I usually just eat breakfast on the go. You know, I go and I get my fucking, my super healthy green drink smoothies or I get an acai bowl. Are you a breakfast is overrated guy? No, I like breakfast. I actually had breakfast for dinner. I am. You don't like eggs and omelets and stuff? I almost never eat breakfast. You don't like cereal? I like cereal. Cereal is something, if I eat it, it is a an evening I'm stoned snack. Yeah, he'll eat it but, in a.m. for sure, but, you know, like 2 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe I might have a bowl of Golden Crisp when we finish this episode. Who knows? Oh. But then again, I do have cream cheese filled banana bread, so... What about waffles? Again, I don't eat usually anything for breakfast. I usually never but eat I mean, breakfast. Do you like the coffee? Flavor? Smoke some cigarettes and you're on with it. Yep, that's that's it. <laughs> I mean, do Good you do, like? Do you enjoy the taste of waffles? Yes. Do you enjoy pancakes? Yes. What about bacon? Love it. Eggs. So there's a. Eggs, I, uh, I'll eat over easy eggs. Uh, oh, I damn. will, um, that's like saying I'm not much of a drinker, but you know, sometimes I'll just do a couple shots of moonshine. I like dippy eggs. I do. I don't cook. Yolk is disgusting to me. <laughs> dippy eggs. Runny. Yeah. Uh, I do not like <laughs> cooked egg yolk, so I'm not. An omelet person. I'm not a scrambled eggs person. Um, I feel definitely like... not a hard boiled egg person. And oh man, never. Uh, I'm a big fan. Really like them in salad. I'm a big fan of hard boiled eggs. My, I guess my great grandma did this when you know my, I guess mom and aunts were young. She would like hard boiled eggs. And then when you crack them, you throw them in a cup, uh, put a slice of butter in there, and dump a bunch of salt in it, and then just take a fork and mash the shit out of it into like a slop. And then you eat the slop, and it was called... Egg salad? Um, I think she called it <laughs> mashed up eggs in a cup. Okay. And that's, that's the family recipe that's been handed down through the craft. Well, you just fucking... Pass it out to the entire Puminati. I don't even fuck with deviled eggs. Oh, I was about to ask you that. I love deviled eggs. Oh, man. Love them. When we were partying um, with Mr. Ski and all of them around Christmas, and Dana brought those fucking slamming deviled eggs. You didn't partake in any of those, huh? Nope. Oh, they were delicious. I doubt that, but... 
the theory or You're I feel like to be wrong. I'm telling you, you said made that. by non breakfast people like Shuddy is that like it's breakfast isn't worth all the effort compared to like getting on with your day. You know what I mean? Like I would say it's more I'd rather just get up, shower, get out of the house, sleep, you know, instead of having to wake up a half hour earlier to eat breakfast when I'm not really hungry. Like I don't wake up hungry usually. So it's not like I'm waking up hungry and ignoring it. I'm just, if in the, if there's a morning that I wake up hungry, I'll eat something. I, I, but you can have a hot just, dog. No, I'll get a sizzly from Wawa, uh, or a sausage McGriddle. What's a sizzly? It's Wawa's version of, a breakfast sandwich. Oh man. And so, I bet it's fucking fantastic like everything Wawa does. They have like sausage egg and cheese on french toast. But then that's egg. Uh she I would never I used to not eat them until Sharon uh we stopped somewhere on the way there and she's like do you want one? I was like no, I don't like the egg and she goes, "Oh, I usually you can take the egg off." I was like <sighs> So I'll buy the sausage, egg, and cheese, French toast, and then take that ugly egg patty off of it and just eat the sausage cheese. Such a child. <laughs> yeah, that's a hot take. Why don't you should just ask them to do it? Well, they're they're uh, they were... ready made. Uh... Oh, I see. I'd be like if Kevin just didn't eat cheeseburgers because they had onions on them. But if it's ready-made, I guess it's different. You don't have any, like, frozen White Castle burgers, right? Me? Kevin? No. Yeah. Those no. come with onions, right? And there's really yep. nothing to get around those. Well, they also can't... Um, if you go to a White Castle and you order your sliders with no onions, they just scrape them off. Like, they still cook it with onions. Because, mm-hmm. like, I have to go and inspect it. Because, <laughs> you know, they, they punch holes in their, in their, their patties... And onions sometimes get trapped in there, so I have to take it out and poke it like a like pimento in an olive. Yikes, bro! I you know what? I never made that connection with why it always bummed you out. How when I would come see you when you were living in Stanhope, we would have to go to White Castle for our as our dinner move. I mean, White Castle tastes good. And I like their their chicken sliders are pretty good. Their chicken rings are pretty good. Their chicken and waffle slider was pretty pretty amazing. But White Castle will fuck your ass up. Literally. You will poop slime. Your poop will stink. Your breath will stink. Your burps will stink. You'll feel like your a pile of shit. Your sweat will stink. Yeah. Like white, you pay a price for eating White Castle. Like, the ferryman gets his due when you partake. In my opinion, and I'm putting on the snack Somalia hat here, oh. White Castle is at the bottom of the fast food power <laughs> rankings. Like, it does not taste that good, and I can I confirm and validate all those things that you guys just said that it does to you. Well, it I think is- we, we've mentioned this on the podcast before. They, Where I lived in Stanhope, they put... A, they opened a, a 24-hour White Castle in, like, Roxbury, I think. And 
I thought it was Ledgewood. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, so th- like when they, when that opened, there was a a line that went down like it went forever. You couldn't even see the end of the line. It went out of the shopping complex and down the street. Uh and it was a while, perhaps months before there was not a perpetual line in the drive-through around the clock. That's how it was when they opened the one by the mall here. It uh just for weeks and weeks, it, the line was out onto the road and holding up traffic. It's definitely a, a novelty. <laughs> Should he get attacked by a wagon tail? Yep. Uh, it, it's definitely a, a novelty type thing versus uh, being the preferred fast food burger. Because they're good when you have a hangover. But So like... Five guys. Five after eating five guys, and even while eating it, sometimes I just feel like the fattest, grossest piece of shit ever. Right? There's so much grease; it's like pretty much leaking through the bag. Yeah. It 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 makes you feel bad, right? But it is goddamn epic. It is fucking delicious. Like White Castle makes you feel worse, and it is far less delicious. Far less delicious. Have you ever had? Yeah. Uh, Kevin, why you have you ever had Tommy's out here? Tommy's hamburgers? Yeah. Uh, I went to the one on Hollywood Boulevard. Did we go to that together? I don't think so. I feel like that's got to trigger your onion warning big time. Because yeah. they put onions in all their shit. Yeah. Yeah, that, that bummed me out. That's like, so they they're all, they're like famous. Well, all they really do is chili cheeseburgers, chili cheese fries. And chili cheese dogs. Yeah, and their and chili is load- loaded with onions. Yeah, and, and like their chili cheese fries, like it is covered in chili, covered in cheese, and you have to dig through it to get to a French fry. It's pretty, it's pretty gnarly. But like you're shitting liquid, like you're shitting liquid after this. <laughs> it's a yeah, trade off, sure. but it's delicious. To me, White Castle, you can't make that same. You can't make that same claim. And it was always crazy to me just how nuts people would get over it. Like, you know, Shuddy forcing you to take them. Dude, my freshman year, uh, freshman year of college, there was a white, there was a white castle in Queens. And my freshman year of college, I, um, my roommate was, um, was from Rhode Island. He was actually, he's one of my best friends in college. He was my roommate freshman and sophomore year. He's from Rhode Island. One, one Saturday night, Five of his buddies road trip from like got drunk road trip from Rhode Island to Queens, and like obviously the main thing was a party with with you know their buddy, but also to go to White Castle like that's what pushed them over the edge. And I just thought it was nuts someone cared about White Castle that much. Like get the fuck out of here, a four hour drive, no way, no way. Uh, real quick, I want to give a shout out. We got some new MSPH art. Courtesy of um, Brittany, I'm, I I might fuck up her last name, Rucci. God damn it! What? Don't fuck up her last name. That that artwork is fabulous. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much, Brittany. Yeah, she is. If you want to see some of her art on Instagram, it's Miss Brit M I S just one S M I S B R I T underscore designs, and she does this cool cartoony 
Um, really, just like the the style of it is so sick. Like I saw I saw her shit on on uh, on Instagram and reached out and I was like, hey, would you be able to do some some MSPH stuff? And she she delivered yesterday and man, they are fucking. It's awesome, Jeff. Jeff in the picture is smoking a, a beaker bong that's like bubbling over with green slime. I'm playing video games and Shuddy Boy looks very stoned and is about to chug a beer. And it's sweet. We put that up on uh, our Instagram account, MSPH Podcast, if you want to check it out. And you know, throw How? throw Brittany a follow too and check out her stuff. What did she base her? design of each of like what each of us was doing on did you give her information yeah i just said um could you hook us up with a graphic that's like you know got some mad scientist equipment weed paraphernalia and video games and she was like done and done wait you uh, i'm sorry one more time you reached out to her on instagram that's how this started yeah i saw her art and i was like that shit is cool and it said she does commissions. Wow, so she's not even like Pumanani? She's not a listener? You just gave her like the idea and the template and she went with it? No, I think she said she listens. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Because this is like... If okay, that's gave, what I was asking. If you gave her notes and she came up with this, like that would be like... Other I mean, this is place. sick, but that would be like borderline genius. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? You never listened and this is what you came up with? Like, oh my God. Yeah, I think she listens. But yeah, well, check out her stuff way, and give her a follow. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her stuff is sweet. Uh, oh, and we have a listener-submitted random brain question. Oh, yes. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's random, random brain, brain question. question. So this one comes from an OG Puminati, uh, Curvy Beer Girl. CBG. So she said, we are all in agreement um, that you can fart in your sleep. But can you shart in your sleep? Terrifying thought. Maybe one of you guys have sharted in your sleep? Luckily, I can say I have not. It's something I've never thought of before, and now I am, in fact, terrified of it. (laughs) So... Thanks. The argue, I, Okay, so I never have, and I don't think you can, right? Because, like, in order to shart, like, a legit shart is, like, a forced fart, and then you feel the substance and you pinch it. Do you have that type of, like, wherewithal while you're sleeping? I would say no, and you just kind of no, shake it, your pants in your sleep. Or if you just fart and, like, you know, a little bit of juice comes out. Is that a shark? I think yeah. I, I, I did that. I think table if you fart in your sleep because your muscles relax, <laughs> so you're not squeezing your sphincter Farts to are force just it leaking. out. So you probably can't shart in your sleep. Let's see what what the good old internet has to say. I don't think you can. I think physically it's impossible. Um. Just because the amount of times we've gone to sleep as adults, the three of us combined, uh, one of statistically, you would think one of us would have sharted in our sleep. Well, what if it was just like a light shart, like 
like it wasn't like rabbit nuggets, rabbit turds came out, but like just like a a little squirt, and you didn't even know about it. And then while you are sleeping the rest of the night, it dries up, and then when you just take a shower, it just washes away, and you never even knew you sharted. I don't know. Shuddy seems to really know his sphincters. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with his reading on this. <laughs> the sphincter master extraordinaire, Shuddy. <laughs> sphincter Shuddy. All right. Well, I I don't think it's possible. That's my answer, and I've never done it. Um, I don't know. That's all I got. According to Reddit, you can shart in your sleep. I know you can shit in your sleep. People but, shit the bed. Uh, How credible is Reddit, you know? Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. What's up, Shuddy? Nope, it was a text from last night, so that doesn't count. Also, probably not a reputable source of confirmation. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, I tweet, real quick, I mean, if... What, are you going to... Tweet a Twitter poll? Have you I'm ever started? I'm going to tweet at Dr. Steve. All right. Now, you know what? You know what? With, with the, what's going on in the world, we don't need to bother our uh, frontline doctor with something so. Yeah, Dr. Steve is like a- answering Twitter questions about coronavirus, and Shuddy Boy's like, uh, is it possible to shart in your sleep? He might appreciate. I uh, was just, you know, what, the way Kevin set that up, I was like, maybe. A brainless, moronic question would just, you know, brighten his day a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Right. Maybe he just needs a break in the tension. Yeah. DBA from the norm. Yeah. Let's see. We'll do it. I'm going to do it from the mad scientist Twitter. Oh, though. you coward. <laughs> do it <laughs> no, from the I'll Shuddy Boy account. I love it. Just don't sign off Shuddy. It's a community. It's a team effort, and I, I endorse you doing this. Uh, just a heads up while Shuddy's doing that, we did review the platform in the Easter egg. It is a Netflix movie. Uh, so if you have any interest in that, stay tuned on the Easter egg. We do warn when we start getting spoilery. Um, but in case you want to know our thoughts without uh, getting anything spoiled, I rated it 3.5 dicks. And Jeff rate What? I was just gonna say, let's just leave it op- up in the air and say it, it's better than Spencer Confidential. Oh well, pff. that's that gives anybody no gauge of what to go off of. So guess what? Yeah, it's right. not the worst movie ever. I did find it like I forgot to say this in the Easter egg though. Did you, Jeff, think that the main guy kind of looked like Thomas Middleditch? I said that. As I was watching it, <laughs> he's I like the that, Spanish Thomas Middleditch. And I watched it with Paul and Bill, and I was yeah. bitch ass Paul, excuse me. And <laughs> I said, This guy looks like Thomas Middleditch. Yeah. I get. I think that I guessed what his name was, and I guessed correctly, but the guy, the guy from Silicon Valley, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, but Tom, Thomas Middleditch, yeah, that's exactly what it looked like, dude. Also, an odd, oddly high amount of penises in that movie. There's lots of dongs. And potentially spoiling on it, there's a pooping butt. I mean, this movie's got everything. Check it out if you haven't yeah. seen it yet. No more spoilers. <laughs> uh, but more it's got movie stuff. Dicks and shit. Yeah, uh, I watched a couple more movies. Uh, I'll start with the one that sh- was in theaters, maybe for a weekend, or maybe didn't even make it to the theaters, and then just went straight to VOD. Hold on. 
can you start with the most important thing? Has does the Puminati know your review or hear your review to Tiger King? Did you do that on the radio or anything? No. I I'm fat. I'm interested if you can score that and talk about that. I thought we don't usually score documentaries or series. Hmm. I mean, it's fucking okay. great. Like, I don't see how you could not be entertained. It just it's a circus of weirdos that somehow manages to find a way to escalate every episode. You're not as much of a documentary guy as I am. You know, I watch most of them on Netflix, but I instantly think it's on the Mount Rushmore of Netflix documentaries. I, I my mean, look, one just look at thought the, that wild, wild, wild world was still better, but I don't know. I think this might be the best. I think I only Dr. watched Steve one or two episodes replied already. Oh my God. It took him hours to reply to my coronavirus tweet. <laughs> you know, that with, swag. It just says, of course. <laughs> there you have it. Gave him too easy one. Curvy beer girl, <laughs> you got a you got an actual doctor's response on your random brain question. That's just the sort of the service we deliver here on Mad Scientist In less Party Hour. Than a minute. <laughs> In less than, uh, I'm sure he saw that tweet and it was probably like, oh, just a break from the monotony. By the way, shout out to Dr. Steve. Listen to Weird Medicine. Amazing show. Uh, but yeah, speaking of amazing shows, Tiger King was great. I'm probably the last person to watch it and chime in. It's worked its way into like the the social foundation so quickly that every social media is nothing. Every time I check social media, it's like 80% coronavirus and 20% Tiger King memes. I mean, just what a... What perfect timing for them and the producers and oh, Netflix. I, I mean, there's it competes against nothing. There's no movies out. There's no sports. It's like you either saw Tiger King or you're a fucking alien. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I did watch the the new Vin Diesel movie, Bloodshot. You <laughs> bought it? I did. I wanted to watch it, but I was it. I was just going to ask about. Stuff like that. I was like, uh, why? I understand why they're releasing it on demand, but shouldn't? Why isn't there like a, a rent option for like the cost of a movie ticket? They're doing that with, I mean, for at least as far as Los Angeles is concerned, you're basically paying the price of a movie ticket to own it digitally. All right. I guess it's only a few dollars more. And it would be less than if I, like two people went to the movie. Exactly. So I guess, yeah. Oh, like it right. doesn't make uh, f- fiscal sense for somebody like me, uh, you know, a lonely guy pushing forty, to buy Bloodshot for twenty dollars to watch it. When if you have a house full of people and you're looking for something to watch, if you if you and three of your buddies or three of your family members watch that movie. You basically just paid five dollars each for a movie ticket, and you get to see it or own it, rather. But right. I don't know. I feel I like that was a movie I wanted to see. I didn't. I never read the comics growing up as a kid, but um, the trailer looked dope, and I was bummed out when they finally revealed that it was rated PG thirteen because there's a part in the in the trailer where Vin Diesel gets like shot in the face with a shotgun, and it blows half of his fucking face off. And then it freezes in midair and reconstructs. So I was like, okay, it looks like this is pretty violent. Uh, but it went PG-13, and I was kind of bummed about that. 
Um, and they also showed basically everything in the whole fucking trailer. Like they, I feel like the, the twist of that movie would have been a cool reveal to see in real time, but they show it in like the first couple seconds of the fucking trailer. I'm confused by your whole trailer shit. Cause I thought it was like your, uh, default setting to just not watch trailers, but you do watch some trailers. Some, yeah. It's, you know? it's like for, you know, movies. What's I'm, the like, rhyme or reason on it? If it's a movie I know I'm going to see, like, they keep making Marvel movies. Like, I know I'm going to see, I mean, I don't think they're going to make anymore or what the status of it is, but I didn't, I knew, no, I knew that I didn't have to watch an Avengers trailer to get me to go see an Avengers movie. It's like, okay, I'm already sold on the idea. I'm not going to watch the trailer and see a whole bunch of cool parts from it when I'm already in. They've got my money. So I don't want anything spoiled. But if it's a movie like Bloodshot, it's like, all right, I want to see what's up with this. I think you need to uh, develop a one policy. Like, do you hit on 16 or do you stay on 16? You always do that. You know what I mean? Are you going to see a trailer or not? I go by instinct, Jeff. Because here's my thing with you, Kevin, is that you you say, all right, you know you're going to watch Avengers, so you don't want to spoil it or have it ruined, which makes perfect sense. But when you really get down to it, you watch, like, everything. Yeah. You'll see whatever so why just don't ever watch a trailer because more more often than not these fucking things they ruin their own movies like that's that's like the growing trend i feel like is that now trailers do more spoiling than they do teasing yeah i don't know sometimes they do sometimes they don't and bloodshot showed every cool moment of that movie in the trailer even like stuff in the very 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 end like the last two minutes of the movie they're showing shit from it so that was a bummer. The the story was a little convoluted. The dialogue was kind of lame. The action, the action did kick ass. The action was fucking awesome. The the special effects look great. Um, Vin Diesel, I, I like Vin Diesel. I think he's the man. I buy him as an action hero. I like I like him and stuff. So, I mean, he's getting old, and he is still just fucking jacked. Wait. Let's try to rank Vin Diesel and action movie stars. Oh, or well, like that's not fair. Place them. Why? Why? <laughs> uh, all right. Because he's going to so be I'm... near the bottom. Hold on. Do you like him more or less than Steven Seagal? Oh, well, yeah, I like him more than Steven Seagal. So do I. See, I, I strongly disagree, but you know what See, I mean? Steven like, Seagal had Buck, Under Siege. Everything John other than Buck that Buck is Van laughable. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I I know you're not going to say Bruce. I, I know you're going to say Bruce Willis is better than him. But there are some people that are huge in the Fast and the Furious. But Bruce Willis, you think he's better? Yes, I like Bruce Willis more. Yes. How about Jason Statham? Yes. Uh... You, you, yes, you like Vin Diesel more. No, yes, Jason Statham. Yeah, I think I like Statham more because he the the transporter movies are pretty fucking sweet, and but he's I funny did too. See a movie with him in it that I'm I have to review. Statham. Yes. All right, sweet. Uh, but I don't know. Getting back to Bloodshot, it it was disjointed and weird, but I was just sold because the action looked sweet, and it delivered. Because Vin Diesel gets like jacked up with nanobites and stuff, like nanotech, so he's just super, super strong, and he's fucking, 
he fucks people up. He's kicking people through walls, throwing people through SUVs. And it's, it is pretty satisfying to watch. I'll give it that. But other than that, everything when there's not action is, is a little tough. So I'll, I'll suck 2.5 bloodshot dicks. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're giving it some praise in the middle part of that review. I'm, I'm kind of a little surprised that you landed on 2.5. I mean, I did say everything periscoping the action sucked ass. And that they blew most of it in the trailer. Right, but, I mean, if it's an action movie and the action kicks ass, like, I don't know. I feel like that would get at least a three. There's too, there's too much of the movie where there's no action happening. Well, that's okay. Yeah. That would never happen in a Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> uh, Shuddy, did you want to review your, your Statham? Yeah, I saw Fast and Furious present Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, I saw that. I It was bad. <laughs> it is absolutely um, the worst of the Fast and the Furious movies that have uh, The Rock or Jason Statham in it. Um, it was ludicrous. Uh, I can't say if it's worse than Tokyo Drift. I have to see Tokyo Drift again. Uh, but it's either the worst or the second worst Fast and the Furious movie. Uh, but I had fun watching it. It does have uh, decent action. It does have decent action. And, it, and the it chick just, that plays Statham's sister is smoking Smoke hot. show. Holy shit, is she hot? Yeah. Oh, uh, and there's another hot, super hot chick in Bloodshot that, uh... The girl from Baby Driver, Aiza Gonzalez, super hot. She could she could poop on top of my head, and I wouldn't be super bummed about it. You'd only be a little bummed. Yeah. Wait, or what's not your bummed name? At all. Aiza Gonzalez, you said. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Missile. Yeah. Whoa. Love to see her TikTok. I wonder if she has a TikTok. <laughs> Born in 1990. That's a shot. I'm going to Google it. So, but yeah, what's your verdict, Shuddy? Two and a half. Two and a half Hobbs and Shaw dicks. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's fair. It, I mean, The it's, Rock gets a it's suck. An okay time Statham gets you a don't stuck. have to pay to see it. Like, I watched it on HBO. You know, it's worth the watch for, for a mindless action flick that is just ludicrous and none of the plot points make any goddamn sense. Yeah. Yep. I I find no fault in with what you just said. Yeah, it's like skyscraper or uh, any of those other rock action movies. It's lots of action, it's enjoyable visually, it's you know, it's awesome. Uh plots just very thin and uh Seems like it was secondary to writing the action scenes. Like, let's just... This is what I want to do. These are the action scenes I want to do. Let's find some way to make a story around them. Like, 
the rock holding on to a tow truck with one hand and a chain attached to a helicopter <laughs> with the other hand yeah. and holding them together and getting enough slack to attach the chain back to the tow truck. Uh, yeah, and the tow like, truck was done like like a looked like it should have been driven by a giant rat. It yeah, like a it was rat, a rat rod yeah. tow truck. Like there was nothing to it. That thing probably weighed fifteen hundred pounds. There's no way uh, it had any weight for that helicopter. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, yeah, it was and very that was a scene that was in the goddamn trailer. Like that was probably the best action sequence of the movie, and it was blown in the trailer for it. Uh, but yeah, watch it if you have. Nothing else to do. It's a, definitely a quarantine or exercise bike type movie. Uh, and the last thing I'll review real quick uh, is, have, you, have either of you guys heard of this movie, Buffaloed? No. no. So it's that girl that I'm now all about from Zombieland 2, Zoe Deutsch. Okay. She's the main character in it, and she basically plays like this scam artist con artist that lives in buffalo new york and she gets arrested from one of her scams and when she gets out she falls into being a debt collector and it turns out she's really good at it and then she gets in a rivalry with this scumbag debt collector guy and they just kind of like go back and forth on trying to ruin each other and that's basically the whole movie okay i was I'm on the IMDb page now. It looks somewhat interesting. It was interesting. Like they, they kind of get it was some of it was done a little bit in the style of the Big Short, where she'll, where she'll like turn and talk directly to the camera and explain the ins and outs of a debt collector and what happens in debt collection and some of the scams they use with people and stuff. So it was it. I've I'm not familiar with that whole universe. So that part was interesting and learning about it, but some of it was a little dry. Uh, but I do, man, I fucking love that Zoe Deutsch chick. She's so awesome. Honestly, if there was a one industry I was rooting to get coronavirus, it would probably be the debt collectors. I was a debt collector. I worked in collections for Wells Fargo. Oh, shit. Once upon a time in their auto loan division. Jeff's That's the worst thing that you've ever said. I I it sucked. It was I, I want I want Sharon to punch you in the fucking face. This is you were you scumbag. Yeah, talk about yeah, answer for yourself. Address the Puminati, you piece of shit. Unbelievable. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Why did you do that? Why did you do that? <laughs> they're, they're worth like two trillion dollars. They don't need your help, Shuddy. You know what? Maybe you were in a bad place. You needed. Uh, it was the I was unemployed for a while, and that was the job I was able to get. Fair, fair enough. Man, that hurts. Uh, but fair. I did it for I did it for a while. I mean, I work for the Chinese. Who am I to talk? Uh, yeah, and uh, because I can be a dick, I was. Uh, it got to the point where. When people didn't want to pay, they would put me on the phone <laughs> to bully them. Oh my god! You can hear you, scumbag. Not quite so bullying, but it'd be like, 
I am, you know, I'm a team lead. Uh, I need, before we go any further, I need to know uh, the color and the location of your vehicle <laughs> to get them worried that repossession was going to start. Yep. Yikes. You, can, you better pay up or I'm going to come and I'm going to break your dog's legs. You want me to do that? Better fucking pay. So how much do you care about your daughter? <laughs> uh, let's uh, see here. I'm looking at your family tree. Uh, I could kill your grandma. I could kill your auntie. <laughs> on one hand, on one hand, I work for the bank. On the other hand, the bank is effective. <laughs> want me to show you what your guts look like? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gangster well, shuddy. Damn. My ex worked in debt collections, too. Not while I was dating her, but it was one of the final conversations we had before I was like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I think our relationship will last longer. I'll for- I can forgive you for this. Hey, you needed the money. No. But, yeah. In-, in closing, I'll give I'll suck three buffalo dicks. But I might be biased because I'm such a big fan of Zoe Deutsch. Hmm. I've been going back and rewatching WrestleManias. Really? Why? Yeah. Oh. I think. I think they're just. I just think it's fun to watch and talk shit on. I almost want to do like it's kind of inspired me to do some sort of like Twitch live viewing thing. You know how we were gonna do. Uh, the crafter, the crafter Jeff series where we, oh, yeah. we like stream us viewing, which I'm call it. Uh, this is the Jeff. perfect time for us to get Crafter Jeff off the ground. Well, we just have to wait for Master Chef to start. But we could go back with the old episodes. Where is that? Master Chef. They're on Hulu. I have Hulu, but I just. I don't oh, know. I, I have um, because I, I used to watch wrestling and I watched like every WrestleMania up until like I don't know, maybe like sixteen, seventeen. I know they're at thirty five now, so I have missed a lot, but I still like I went back and I watched uh Hulk Hogan and, and uh Ultimate Warrior from WrestleMania six. That's like my all time favorite matchup. Or um the Stone Cold Steve Austin, Brett the Hitman Hart I quit match in WrestleMania thirteen. I was watching that the other day. Uh, I I don't know. I that's kind of one of my quarantine things that I've been doing the past time is I've been going back and rewatching old wrestling. And I know we have a lot of wrestling fans that are in the Puminati. Shuddy, you're a wrestling fan, right? Or former? Uh former. Uh you haven't relapsed yet, right? No, I dip my toes back in every now and then for a pay per view and have no clue what the fuck is going on or who really anybody is anymore. Uh, so it never it, it hasn't drawn me back in. Uh, this isn't Attitude Era s- storylines and stuff where it's a lot of fun to watch. I feel like these guys have to be in the conversation for best entertainers on the planet. The fact that they're doing it live in front of tens of thousands of people and millions at home. And they're I mean, it is scripted, right? But I feel like it being fake or scripted makes it more impressive. It's scripted to a point. um, And yeah, I agree with that completely. 
I it you know it may be scripted, but you know at times they are really taking some fucking lumps. Right, like, but the idea that they oh like they're following a script, so all the crazy shit. Like I was watching again the Stone Cold Steve Austin brought the Hitman Heart match. They go into the crowd, like the fight, um, I, like ten minutes of the fight is in the crowd. So obviously, you know, you can't account for what the crowd's going to do and Ken Shamrock and security are pushing people back, right? So there is a bit of improv in there, but they talked, obviously, like beforehand, like Stone Cold and Bret Hart, like, you know, we're going in the crowd. We're doing this fight, like, in, like, amongst the people. And it's just like, in a way, I just find it more impressive that they're able to, like, stay focused, like, keep the show going and, like, keep it entertaining. And, like, I don't know. I just remember, like, growing up when I found out that wrestling was fake. I don't know when I was, like, eight or nine. I was like, a little bummed out. And, like, all the anti-wrestling people, like, that's their first go-to is, like, well, it's fake. It's like, yeah, but, like, these guys are taking lumps. And it being scripted in, in ways is more impressive to me. I don't know. So I agree. No, I agree. It's. I'm not watching it because it's, you know, not watching it because it's fake. I'm just not watching it because it's, it doesn't grab my attention. Yeah. Gotcha. Was there a specific incident that where they lost you? Can you pinpoint a jump the shark moment? No, it was, you know, they went to, it's not so much a jump the shark moment. They decided they were going to be family friendly. Oh, and God, they were like late nineties, early two thousands. WWE would be TVMA. Would be TVMA. So they went with like a PG thirteen family kind of route. So, so they uh, went from The Rock calling people hermaphrodites to calling people big meanies. Yeah, they went from. Uh, It was called the Attitude Era. Yeah. So it was like was, dudes like Stone Cold Steve Austin and there like, was there was a move that was called the STFU that's not called that anymore. Um I wanna say I think it was uh who's I mean they went from Bob Saget to Jim Gaffigan, you know? Like what that's how that's how I put it choices. in comedy in comedy talk. <laughs> I, there was a very specific point for me when I stopped watching wrestling. And that's when my father told me to stop watching wrestling. Like my father banned it. And honestly, it's one of the few times in my entire life that something like that happened, like with, by my parents. So my parents let me watch like rated R movies, like pretty much my whole life. Like, like I, I could always watch rated R movies. I could always listen to like gangster rap. Like, like that was never like, you know, off the off table for me. But like I was into wrestling. My brothers were into wrestling. My father just like one day when I was like, I want to say 14 or 15 was like, you know what? Wrestling's fucking gay. Grow up. You can't watch anymore. I was like, what? And like just straight up banned me. So and I stopped. I got out of it and I never like went back. And like I have friends who like talk like. They weren't banned by their parents, but they have relapsed in recent years. That's why I asked you if you had relapsed. But yeah, that's how it was. 
Like my father just straight up like took it away. And like one of the yeah, more like, biggest dictator moves that motherfucker's ever made. Like John Cena's finishing move at first was called the FU. Uh but when they decided to be family friendly, they renamed it the attitude adjustment. And that's just one example, but like Val Venus uh, thing would never would never fly. Who's Mal Penis? Val Venus was uh, he was a wrestler whose persona was a porn star. Oh shit! And like he would come out with a towel wrapped around him and do a dance, and uh, and his finishing move was called the money shot. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't give a fuck, dude. Uh, there was this is doing oh, look out, Jr. He's gonna splooge all over your face. There was another wrestler uh, named The Godfather, and he was a pimp character, and would come out dressed as a pimp with hose. And his <laughs> finishing move was called the Ho Train. <laughs> nice. Like that's peak WWE era. That's like. That I would actually go back and watch. Uh, yeah, like Goldust. Yeah. Like heavy, heavy homosexual and like like almost like predatorial um, commentary. And like and a it sh- was, I mean, w- it was salacious with the women characters. Yeah. yeah like it was. Are you lighting up a doobie whole- or a cigarette? A cigarette. Oh, man. You badass. Fucking you smoking alpha. in your your d- new house, stinking it out. I uh, oh, it's only for the podcast. That's when it's allowed. Damn. And I'm all. It's in, in the family room. Is my room. This room that I'm recording in. This is my kingdom. King Shetty has spoken. Well, uh, but that was that was the fun. That's like when Shawn Michaels was real popular and Degeneration X, whose thing was Suck It. Oh that yeah, was, I remember they did. They did like the the crossed hands thing. Yeah, pelvis thrust. Yeah, yeah. I remember Dom used to do that all the time in college. Yeah, that's when that was popular. <laughs> Dominic and I used to watch Monday Night Raw every Monday together. I used to love that shit, dude. I miss when wrestling was good, and that's why that's what I've been watching recently. Like Jerry the King Lawler is one of my favorite humans ever. I fucking love that guy. Dom is still very into wrestling. Very into wrestling. Yeah, Dom's a creature of habit. I have a feeling like when when Dom dies of old age at eighty five. 311 will be playing and wrestling will be on his TV. He and his corpse will just watches, be there holding I, the... when I I've, I've gone over <laughs> I've gone over there to record what the fuck did I just watch and he is watching a, a Fox Sports recap show on the week in WWE. That's great. Dominic never veers off brand. He's a big what is it three three eleven? He's a big three eleven fan. Oh yeah, the biggest. So I know he listens. Obviously, the first time I ever smoked pot was at a three eleven concert. Oh man, you just ro- your stock just rose through the roof with Dom. Yeah. Oh wait, 
Excuse me, second second time. Second uh, time. It just Excuse plummeted. Me. Just yep. plummeted. But, like, I waited, like, it, I don't know, whatever. I also ate mushrooms for it, too. Stocks but, haven't changed. All right, all right, all right my bad. All Point right, well, is that I love 311, too. Before we go... I went back on March 11th and listened to a bunch of 311. It was very nostalgic. That's how you spent your 311 day? Yep. <laughs> All right, before we get out of here, it's been a minute, so let's check in with some voicemails. Yay! Yes. Let's hear from you, Puminati. I think this is going to go worse for me. Oh, you're expecting more call-outs? Yeah, do you, yeah, do you guys think... Who do you think the voicemail segment's going go to go the worst for? Hopefully zero. No, one of us got to get shit on. I like it better when people just called in and, like, talked to us and stuff. <laughs> before we I were like... like or when people called in and farted and pooped, now it's like, oh god, what are they gonna? Who who's like gonna be occasional vitriol? Who's gonna Bring be in the on. crosshairs today? Um, and I saw somebody didn't want me to play their voicemail because they were drunk and embarrassed. So hopefully I don't get to that one. <laughs> hopefully you do. <laughs> uh, let's see what this human has to say. Jeff, hey. first person to get murked. I knew it was by coming. arts. Oh, that was arts. It sounded like him, but his volume was so low. Yeah, I was gonna say it kind of sounded like arts, but my mean my first thing is like put a name on your fucking voicemail. I don't even know who I'm talking to. Thanks for listening. I, I mean, <laughs> I think I that might have been hands if shit or piss gets on them. I it's not a lazy thing. I don't like washing my hands. I don't like wa- running my hands underwater. It's I don't not know a lazy why. thing. I'm just disgusting. Yeah, well, sure. I'll, I'll I'll go with that. There is a distinction. I'm not lazy. I'm I'm disgusting. I'll go with that. I just don't like running my hands underwater. Outside of a shower, I wash my hands like once a day, maybe twice, maybe mm. twice. I and you haven't I was, adjusted anything. You're not washing your hands more. When um no no when I was going to the gym during the coronavirus. Um, like whatever outbreak or spread, but before they quarantined and while LA fitness was still open, I would wash my hands like three times at LA fitness and like maybe a couple times at work. I got up to at most like four, maybe five times a day. Now, now that I'm quarantined, nah, dude, I haven't even, sh- I haven't showered in like two days. Oh God. You're skeezy. Health- Healthy as a mule. So, <laughs> yeah, wherever that voicemailer is, suck my ass. Sunday was the first day in mine and Sharon's relationship that I've been around her that I haven't showered. Oh, damn. Uh, I had an odd... So, you know, everybody knows that here in the midst of the corona apocalypse, the currency is toilet paper, hand sanitizer, paper towels... And Clorox wipes. So, I I just remembered when the the brush fires were real close here in Studio City, and just 
the air, even in, sitting in my apartment, was smoky, like super smoky. Like it smelled like I was sitting next to a campfire. That's how smoky the air was. I went to the Walgreens around the corner and bought surgical masks to wear. To like, I didn't even know if it was going to make a difference, but to at least try and filter some of the air that I was breathing. And I only rocked one for like one day. I found that the rest of the box of those masks. So I found a box of 10 surgical masks. And my sister, my little sister who's a nurse, volunteered to go back to the front lines. Like she's been working as like um, an assistant to a spinal surgeon. So it's people coming in for spinal surgery. So she's not like seeing sick people and stuff. It's like either spine corrective or elective surgeries kind of. She, when they, when, you know, the shit hit the fan, she registered to get called back. And today was her first day back in the ER in New York City. And Jesus, as everybody knows, you know, tons of nurses and doctors at hospitals are getting sick and hospitalized with coronavirus themselves. And, you know, Trump shipped all of our fucking PPEs to China before shit went down. So now we're without a PPE surplus and they're making like nurses and doctors are forced to either reuse the same mask over and over again or show up to work wearing Halloween costumes to guard their eyes and their mouths and shit. So I, I immediately texted my sister when I found them. And I was like, hey, look at these masks. I just found these. Will you, um, can I, you know, overnight these to you so you have, you know, at least 10 fucking masks to wear so you're not recycling stuff. Maybe that'll, I don't know, help a little bit. And well she done, was, Kevin. She was like, uh, that is awesome, and I would love to, but we're not allowed to bring PBE from home. So I can't even use those. I was like, fuck. Like, I could at least buy her, like, I don't know, maybe 10 days of work with a little bit of added protection, and I can't even do that. So it sucks, but now, I, at least when I go to Ralph's, I can be one of those jerk-offs wearing a mask, but I just feel guilty that I can't give them to a medical professional. Especially my sister. At least I know you tried, because otherwise I would just think you're a jerk-off wearing a mask. I did try. Actually, I actually tweeted about that. I hate that. I hate a healthy, like, non-medical professional wearing one of these fucking masks during a shortage. But, like you said, not, I guess if you already have them, then... Yeah, there's nothing I can do. I can't give them to... I can't give them to a hospital. It's only 10. The box has been opened. And I can't even give them to my sister. See, which, I don't. I can't believe that they won't let her bring that. That seems ludicrous. Because actually, the reason Sharon came down here um, and heard the part of the story when we were talking about the weed lean and was that when we were getting the tools situated, we found a bunch of like sanding masks, like you would buy at Lowe's, and one of her friends is a nurse. And she ran out of PPEs, so Sharon ran those over to her so she could use them at the hospital. Well, hopefully they have a different policy there and she's allowed to use them. Yeah. I mean, I've we've been in this shit for a while now. Um, it was very – it's still scary, but I, I feel like it was scarier when things first started to turn. And we we're like, oh, this shit is not contained at all. It's actually going to get really, really bad. And – when I was still leaving to go into the office every day, it was still like, feel you feel a little bit like you're going out in the zombie apocalypse, you're rolling the dice. 
But now that I've been home for, you know, a week and a half now, not leaving the house, it's kind of just like, all right, I'm a hermit now. No, no, I'm washing my hands constantly. I'm fairly confident no germs are going to come in here and get me. But now that my sister's back in the thick of things, it's just been nonstop anxiety and panic. So I'm, I'm like, I'm, of course, I'm proud that my sister volunteered and registered and went back into the front lines of this stuff. She's in, she's in the ER admissions and testing people. She is in the shit. shit. Yes. Yeah. And you are making her look like not, she looks great, but you're making the family look like a bunch of pussies. Your sister's a fucking G. Yeah. And you're out here bitching like a little girl. What, that I'm worried about my sister? No, just, no, I'm just giving you shit. No, I'm sorry. I take that back. So I had gotten kind of just used to like, okay, I'm a hermit now. I stay indoors and here I am washing my hands and masturbating uh, furiously. But now it's, now that panic is back. Worrying, worrying about her. But after finding those masks, I went under the sink because I wanted to get some Windex and scrub down some of my, my glass top coffee tables over here. I found tucked away an unopened tube of Clorox wipes that I forgot about from like a year, year and a half ago. So yesterday I was just prancing around this place, wiping off handles, wiping doorknobs, wiping cabinet handles. I was like, oh man, I am fucking Howard Hughes. I felt very secure in my Sounds terrifying. Like, you said 10 days you've been quarantined by yourself. How, why would you think any germs could get to you? Uh, well, I mean, you know, going out to the supermarket, you're grabbing shit off of shelves that people have put there or potentially touched, the bags and all that stuff. So when you walk back in, you're touching doorknobs, you're t- touching light switches. Like, that stuff, it lives on the surface for three days, even longer sometimes. So just going out or in getting, like, Grubhub, food delivered, going to the mailbox, touching shared doorknobs in the apartment complex, touching your phone. I was, I was wondering, because I really want you to come over and check out my new place, and uh, one of these days you do, are you are you staying indoors up until, like, the governor, like, lifts the 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 quarantine? Yeah. Like you're not you you're not coming over before then, right? No. Like so, you won't be in my place before we'll say May. Yeah. Yeah. Playing safe. You can just. Do we have another voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, hello, human. Hey guys, this is Sam from Arizona. We say. Call back from last week's. Um, just wanted to say that uh, when you poo, well, first off, I want to start off with a question for Jeff. Jeff, do you think when you wipe your ass that all the shit just is out of your ass when you wipe it? Like, I don't see how cleaning your ass wouldn't be more effective. Anyways, I'd like to. Is this guy in the bathtub right now? I was just going to ask that. <laughs> what the hell I is hope going so. on? Okay. On a cordless off, phone, not even a cell phone, a cordless yeah. house phone. Yeah. That'd be sick. My ass is so hairy anyways. 
that if I don't wash it and I do wipe, then yes, it does create dingleberries and chuff bumps where I'll be walking around all day with poop chasing my butt. Doesn't feel good either. Call those leftovers. Anyways, boys, Jeff, again, you dingleberry. <laughs> who, who would even question that? Washing your ass would be more effective than wiping. Good Lord. I'm out. <laughs> Back to my bath. So in my new shower um, at my place, I have a um, a head like a sh- where you can. What's the term I'm looking for? You Detachable can take it all shower head. Attachment shower head. Thank you. And you shove it, it up has, your ass. It has like different pressures. Yeah, like I can get like the the fire hose pressure uh-huh. and really just blast my asshole out <laughs> <laughs> with my, with my uh, shower head attachment. Oh, uh, and then five minutes later, your brother gets in there and shoots that ass water all over his face. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking fire hose my prostate. I'm gonna really test this out. <laughs> Fuck. I'll uh. I'll, I'll I'll report back to you, Sam from Arizona. <laughs> uh oh. So it is end of the day Thursday. Uh, I don't like where this is going. I'm about halfway through uh, the Corona, uh, your, your your latest uh, podcast, uh, and the Corona episode. Uh-oh. And oh my God, Jeff, can you put your foot further into? Can you pause this? I Kevin, you can you can vouch for this. I did not look at the voicemail transcripts or see I never see any of this before we do it. Why did I feel like today was gonna go bad for me? I, I just I <laughs> probably because you've you've said some epically stupid shit in these past few episodes. Bring it on. Did this guy put a name on this? Uh I don't know. We'll have to find out. Everything Fucking you said was fucking wrong. In the past two days, everything has gone to shit, and it's fucking hilarious listening to this uh, episode two days, three days late, because it's just fucking glorious. Never changed. It's a fucking Canadian, isn't it? You guys are awesome. He did say that it's fucking glorious and you should never change. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um... So the over on my um, 2,000 people dead via coronavirus before July 4th cash. I was yeah. Jeff Jeff thought that this I was, was off so by several months so overblown that by July there wouldn't even be 2,000 coronavirus deaths, and didn't even finish March before we crossed that. I took an L, you know. There's a lot of listeners, and we have a very diverse Puminati, so I can't, I can't really make a lot of jokes about this. It stinks, but yeah, I was off on this, and um, I guess I can just leave it at that. I don't know. Like, uh, all right. Well, here's another voicemail. But on Patreon, I'm shock and chewy up here in Canada. I'm really hoping you boys are uh, on this week with. And I shut down with all this corona shit. Uh, yeah, boys, this is a uh, thing I look forward to every week. You guys actually got me to be less angry and start smoking weed. So nice. thanks and just keep fucking kicking ass. Even Juicy Boy the Cocksucker. Listen to you having to suck dicks. Makes me happy. <laughs> Peace, boys. Nice. 
nice. Yeah, I suck dicks for all your guys' pleasure, so thank you for noticing. <laughs> you heard it here first. Jeff sucks dick for pleasure. Yeah, I don't suck these dicks for myself. I suck it for the Puminati. <laughs> oh, it looks like this dude called back. Uh, uh, let's see. That's fine. So fucking happy you're on this beat. I sure you're talking about testing shit for this COVID. Uh, in Canada, we've got, if you've traveled around, you, said, you just phone like 811. They'll set up a meeting. Someone will come and diagnose you. They're going to fucking leave the house. So they're trying to keep us all locked right away. Unless you're like uh, me and a fucking tradesman. And you still have to go to work to keep people's fucking shit up and running. So, uh, yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty sweet. Jack uh, and Chewy out. Does he call himself Chewbacca Chewy? Did he say Dr. Dewey? Chewy? Dr. Something Chewy? Dewey? I don't know. His phone's kind of crappy. It's hard to hear. But yeah, yeah, I, couldn't, I, I honestly couldn't make out anything he was saying. So what he was saying was, I, I mentioned a couple weeks ago that I heard that in Canada, you just call 811 and somebody will come up, come to your place and test you for coronavirus. Like they do DoorDash Corona testing. And since then, I had had a couple people reach out to me and say that I got fed some misinformation, but even more people reached out and were like, yeah, that's true. At least in my, uh, what do they call their states? Provinces? Province. 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 In their provinces, that you can call 811 and somebody shows up and tests you. And. That guy. Oh, like that was basically what that guy was which, saying. Which ones? I don't know, but that's basically what that guy was saying. That yes, you can call eight one one and somebody will come and test you. You dumb fucking American. Whatever. That guy was aggressively Canadian. He was. All right, let's do one more, and then we'll peace out. Hey, what's up, Matt? Science Party Hour. This is Lee Cole. Um, yes. I'm calling. I'm an owner operator truck driver, but I contract with that grocery outlet that's open 24-7 here in Idaho and Utah and Washington, and this stuff's been crazy because every I'll show up to the store with a truckload, and I'll send us off three drops, and there'll be lines outside the store waiting for the store. It used to be over 24 hours, but they had to close it down until the freight comes, and then once the freight comes, everybody goes hectic at 6 in the morning, so I've been driving all night delivering this stuff everywhere because people are overreacting. I'm with Jeff on this. That this, you know, I don't even worry about it and think that everybody's being a bunch of pussies. And same with this <laughs> this guy that called in talking about he wants his son to be comic books and talk shit on Jeff. It looks like he needs to be a come out of the closet and just man up and say that he wants to read comic books. And- Does anybody know what he's talking about? That guy who called in and left a voicemail saying he wanted to get his kids into comic oh, books. Oh, yeah. And was asking for our suggestions. Oh, okay. And stop calling Jeff a pussy because he sounds like a little pussy little bitch. And I'll give oh, Jeff geez. a call beef. That guy can suck a dick because he's in the closet sucking Superman's cock. Anyway, I'm going to keep on trucking. Talk to you guys later. Wow. So it looks like that voicemail is from two weeks ago. So maybe in the past two weeks, think things have gotten a little more serious, and perhaps Lee Cole has changed his mind. Perhaps not. Perhaps he he still thinks everybody's a bunch of pussies. Lee Cole, I am much more on your side than I am on Kevin's. I'll tell you that. 
much much more on your side. If well, your side two weeks ago, who knows? Maybe maybe you've evolved on this issue. I mean, I'm all about just checking ball. I say we all drink from the same pitcher and we see what's up. Hey, I got four grandparents. Get the games rolling. Let's play some baseball. I got four grandparents. Don't give a shit about any of them. I care about one person and one person only. Jeff. I think everyone else does too, right? I mean, everyone tries to front like they're worried about society and worried about humanity. But at the end of the day, they're only worried about their own parents and grandparents and their friends and family. And I'm no different than any of them. Of course, I care about you guys, your family, my friends, my family, and a lot of the Puminati. The only thing is, Puminati is pretty vast. We do have thousands of listeners, so I don't know who's been affected. And and there's someone that could be listening that their family really is affected. So I... I want to, I'm cautious and I don't want to go deep into my like personal thoughts on the coronavirus and the handling of it, you know? Um, but I guess I, I do feel Lee's sentiment towards it. And I just feel like that whole narrative of like, oh, I'm worried about humanity. No, you're fucking not. No one is. The people that buy up all the fucking toilet paper, they're not worried about their neighbor, right? They don't, eh, I don't know. I think we're seeing a shitty part of society, and I don't see us um, getting better through this. And it, it bums me out in a lot of ways. Yeah, Does. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, as long as we all stay healthy, we will keep putting new episodes out. Um, so we got. I'm just gonna stay away from Scissor. I'm good. <laughs> I feel like we've got a, a like what we're doing is working. Of course, it's not ideal. The ideal situation is when all three of us are in the same room together. But I feel like we can still more than make this work with us all being in our respective homes with Skype and with the with the equipment we have. So as long as the three of us stay safe, we can keep putting these out. Uh, so rest assured, we're just doing our part to try and keep life as as normal for everybody as we can through this fucking weirdness that's going on. Um, man, I was on the phone with my grandpa over the weekend, who's 83 and in an old folks home. Can't get any visitors, so I'm calling him just to you know keep him company here and there. And I'm like, have you ever seen anything like this in your 83 years of life? And he's like, nothing even close. This is insane. So, crazy times, but I, we're going to do our part to keep shit going, and we've got a lot of shit on our Patreon if you need more shit to, to do and keep you entertained, if you've never signed up for our Patreon before, when you do become a member, it unlocks everything. And we've been doing it for years. So there's years worth of content. There's hundreds of posts, tons of podcasts, tons of videos. So check it out if, if uh, you've already blown through all of Netflix. Jeff, what were you going to say? No, I was say I feel you. My grandmother, luckily for us, was put into a nursing home a week before like the uh, coronavirus shit really hit. Oh shit! You know my grand, my grandmother's got like, I don't, know, I guess such bad dementia that I can't even really have a conversation with her. My mom can't really have a conversation with her. She's been looking for the same thing for like two months now. You know, it's just like it doesn't even. She doesn't even. So she'll say this. She'll say to my mom like, "Hey, my, uh, hey Peggy, can you find my um." And she'll just pause. And like that's been like her shit for the past like couple weeks. Which is I'm not even trying to get 
very depressing or, or sad. What I'm saying is that I feel you. Like I, you know, <laughs> I would like to connect with my grandmother in the nursing home. I'm on your side on the or I know how you feel on that one. And it is crazy. Like I wish that I had more like old people that were in my life that were were kind of coherent. You know, my grandparents are almost too old that I would like to get some like um, wise words from them. And that's awesome that you're able to talk to your 85 year old or you said 83. 83-year-old grandpa. Yeah. Fucking sick, dude. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, just call 201-472-0139. And you can always shoot your emails to madscientist at riotcast.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Fair Records. Yeah, and check uh, at... MSPH podcast and see that sweet new art that uh, Brittany whipped up for us. Uh, and I guess that's it, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, right. yeah. Listen to my Fade the Media podcast too. Oh yeah, Jeff's got I mean, his. There's podcast. a whole lot of a whole lot more time and hours in the day to fill since there's less TV and less entertainment to watch. Check out my podcast. Yeah, Fade the Media. Keep talking shit. Check it out. All right, friends. Thank you, thank you for listening. But until next time, something. Check, check. Hey. Okay. Let's see. Let's fucking Skype these foolios. Bing. Bong. What's up, guys? Yo. Yo. What up? Yo, yo. Oh, shit. Why didn't I answer video? There we go. Oh, damn. Shut you got like a big gulp? Sure. That? It's weed lean. Oh, yes. What so, kind did I send you? The Caribbean mango. Nice. I keep getting I distracted. Mixed with some Sprite. And some Welch's white grape cherry juice. Oh, man. You're like the Julia Childs of Weedling. It is delightful. Because <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've, I've been, like, uh, slacking on it, but I've been wanting to find, like, a place that is either still open that's selling Weedling or that's doing delivery of Weedling. Your and, shop uh, isn't? Either one of those things? I haven't even looked. Um, but I want to get a, a bottle of each. I found a spot that delivers by me. Weedling. Yeah. Oh, shit. You can just search it by the product on Weed Maps. That's what I hear. Take- but every time I do it, all it does is shows me a listing for it. It doesn't show me any dispensaries that carry it. Maybe you're not doing it right. I don't do anything right. Maybe you don't know how to Weed Map. I don't know how to do Which, anything. Listen, I there guess... There is no maybe. He's I, I not guess, doing it right. 
while we're talking about maps, we can talk about that that code I sent you. Yeah, what is that? Your fucking OnlyFans? No, it is uh, an app called Poo Map or Poop Map. Hold on, I have to Poop Map, and uh, you can join leagues and keep track of who poops the most. And it places it on a map. So that code that I sent was to the Puminati Poo Map League. So was that your shit stamp? So Tox, T-O-X, P is in Paul, O-Z, K-I-C, 9630, if any Puminati want to join up. I'll I'll entertain that idea. I don't know. The if teenager, I'm gonna... the teenage girl in the house, is the one who brought this to my attention. Okay. Did she do TikTok? That's where she found it. Yep. Figure. I just started like navigating and going around TikTok. Um, it's pretty sick, actually. I, I'm actually a fan of the app. I didn't. I didn't use it at all when I started working there, because I didn't feel. I didn't feel like it. But, but now, now that, you've been brainwashed into thinking that it's great. Got it. Well, that and like, there's literally nothing to do. The Chinese have gotten their. Yeah. Had they just mitts into you? If they were just playing, you know, basketball or hockey or baseball, I would be watching one of those things. But instead, now you're on the TikTok grind. Yeah. Now I'm watching 15 year olds. Chore- choreograph. Shoddy, I'm jealous that you're partying so hard. Want to hear some yeah, crazy really. shit, actually? You, you, you kind of remind me of something, Kevin, with your OnlyFans comment. I got kicked off of OnlyFans. <laughs> does, that, does that make me a sex offender? I, that makes you, I think, probably worse. How did you get kicked off of OnlyFans? What, did you violate the telling too many models they should smile more policy? <laughs> apparently there is a no predators policy oh. i sent a couple of predators around the app um some a couple of the porn stars that i that i followed on only fans legit like they legit ask for dick pics so oh, i shit. i don't know how someone could get thrown off but i was having what did they tell you when they threw you off i was having troubles lo- logging in i was trying to buy a $3 porn because this porn star was doing a $3 porn and you can get a second porn video for only a dollar. I was like, wow, wow that's that a, is a great quarantine deal. I'm going to go. Yeah, I was going to buy that. So I was trying to like purchase it and add my card and it like wouldn't let me. And then it like logged me out and wouldn't let me log back in. I tried to like reset my password and it said the user not found. And then I tried to sign in with my regular login info and it said user uh, wrong email, wrong wrong password. So I hit him up like, what, what's the deal with this? Like, what's going on with your tech? And they responded back to me, we regret to inform you that your account and all associated information has been erased from our system. Accounts are typically being deleted due to suspicious fraudulent activity, issuing a chargeback claim, creating multiple profiles, or due to the violating the acceptable use policy in any other way. Unfortunately, we're not able to auto override this automatic process. 
please see more details in the fifth paragraph of our terms. And so then they can't I even tell you what you did wrong? No, and I replied back, I didn't do anything wrong. Is my money refunded? What about my purchases? They're like, yeah, thanks for getting back to us. All active subscriptions have been refunded and will hit your bank account within five business days. The account has been canceled automatically when the system rejected it. You can try setting up a new account with other email addresses. However, we may not guarantee that your new account will not be rejected as well. It's like, wait. Y'all are really going to make me trick you into giving you money? Are you fucking serious? Like, What do you think you did wrong? I think that I tried to sign in with my with my Twitter cuz like when you you know you can log in and it says sign in with email or sign in with Twitter. So I did one with email and one with Twitter and I think they were like they penalized me or deleted it because I was trying to use like additional accounts. That's the only guess I have. I, I don't know. There's nothing else that you've done that could have No. Like I didn't issue a chargeback or anything like that. Were you a predator? I was. Not, I did not prey on anyone. No, I was getting to that level of OnlyFans uh, membership, but oh. I just, I was building up to it. I, I wasn't in. Predator Is my audio mode. sounding weird to you guys? We didn't hear anything that you were saying. If you had said anything in the last five minutes or so, no, I'm just hearing nonstop static in my left channel. Uh, that's what. Every time we record, what the fuck did I just watch? That's exactly what Dom says to me. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. You sound good on my end. Both yeah, of you sound good. Yeah, I got no, God damn no it. issues. It happened when I plugged the iPad in. Well, I forgot I had to move it for doing the radio show. Um, <sighs> how's working from home going, Kevin? Are you getting stir-crazy? You're the only one of us without any family. Um, a tiny bit. Hey. But it's not too bad. Kevin, you know me and my family consider your fa- you family. You're invited to come to our Long Beach compound. Oh, yeah? It's really nice. It doesn't sound very social distancy to me. Nope. All right. You know what? You just rot in fucking Studio City by yourself. I'm going to go get some coffee. Fine. You just rot there yeah. and... Long Beach with your coronavirus soup. And doing circle jerks. All right, let me pause this for one second and double check to make sure that, that this isn't getting recorded all fucked up. Oh, poop. Hey. Okay. Let's try this again. Mark, I didn't need a car. I could, you know, I could go wander and always find, be able to find something to do. Yeah, I guess what I'm getting at is there are like good pros and cons for living in the type of ke- places Kevin has, and one of them is that he he's got a refrigerator. I the last two places that I lived in, one in Redondo and one in Long Beach, they didn't have a refrigerator. So I don't know. But then again, because it's very common in California, it's pretty easy to find a refrigerator. Like we got one through a homie for a hundred bucks. Like it's not. It's just like. A bitch carrying it up a flight They're of fucking stairs. heavy, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Like, my homie, you, uh, you've you met Rich before, right? Me? You've met Rich? I know, I know you have, Kevin. I have not. You I haven't met think. him yet. Rich, he's, like a, he's pretty much a family friend. You've obviously heard about him a bunch of times. He was like the LeBron James of our move. 
he might be the strongest Asian in his weight class. It's fucking crazy. Like he he killed it. He he was a huge help. Um, and we got the refrigerator from him, and like me and him pretty much carried it up the stairs. And it was tough, but like we did it in like a straight shot. Like that's kind of what I mean about the move. Like every part of the move was handled very, very well. Like it is the best Clark family effort in a long, long time. I'm very happy with with the fellas. So Jeff, do you want to do a review of um, the platform and the Easter egg? Because I have multiple things to review. We can we can deep dive on this one. We can yeah. give a review, and then we can go into spoilers and tell people to tune out at that point. Yeah, let's do that. I'm just going to let you know I'm tuning out as of now. Why? Do you want to see it? No, I have zero interest in it. Oh, okay. So it was a Spanish movie, right? Had yeah, subtitles. Dubbed. That was throwing you off? No, it was Shetty? dubbed, not subtitled. Did you watch it's- a subtitled version? No, I watched. I watched the subtitled. Oh, mine just automatically played an English dubbed one. Oh wow! Oh, okay, no, mine. Was okay, well, yes, that was Spanish. why I was checking out of it. So I'll just read you guys the, or I'll read, I guess, the Puminati and Shuddy the IMDb description. Uh, it's a vertical prison with one cell per level, two people per cell. Only one food platform and two minutes per day to feed from up to down. Uh, an endless nightmare is trapped in the hole. And the hole is capitalized like like oh. our podcast network friends. <laughs> but that's the plot description from IMDb. Um, I, this movie was unrelentless. Like it was grim from the opening shot. To the final shot, there was never a happy moment. You were never getting like, oh, all right, cool, this is chill. Like, it was just terrifying through and through. And I got to, I, I like, I really enjoyed that aspect of it in the sense that, like, they stayed focused. They had a, they had a message or they had like an attitude, a tone with their movie, and they didn't deviate. Like, if you deviate from that into like any, I don't know, any of the cell or the, the prisoners' backstories, they easily could have been fucked the whole movie. And I don't know, like I just like like the conciseness and the grimness of it. Yeah. Kevin, what it did you definitely, think about that? It definitely had a tone that it that it just stayed with and wrote out. Um I when Miguel and I were younger, he was like all about this movie Cube. And we used to watch that from time to time. And they made like sequels to Cube. And when I saw like what the platform was and I didn't watch a trailer or anything, but just based on what it looked like, I was like, Oh, this seems like it's kind of like the movie cube. And it did kind of end up being, being that way. It just kind of throws you into it and you're trying to piece by piece, learn uh, what the rules are and the mechanics and how this universe functions and what the rules are of this prison. And you basically just, you're basically seeing it through the eyes of this guy who wakes up there and he's got this like this weird old cellmate and the food platform like you know they don't know how many levels are in the place but the food platform starts at the top so if you're on the first floor you get this fresh platform just full of food and you get like 2 minutes to just stuff your face and eat as much as you want and then it goes down to the next floor so the lower down you are the 
less food gets to you. The the food that nobody wants to eat, uh, you know, tends to make it down there, and then eventually, like, people just get nothing. They just get empty plates and dishes. So there's... do they explain how the people are put into the prison as far as where they are in the the platform levels for food? Like, do you is there do they move people up? And people de- do they adjust it? Well, this is so, where it might get a little spoilery. Just a heads well, up, yeah. And that's then we'll, we're doing it now. Yeah, but I wanted to give warning. Like we could give a vague discussion, and then once it starts getting a little specific, we'll put a spoiler warning. But yeah, go for it. Here it is. This <laughs> this is a spoiler warning. So it's you're you're stuck on a level with one, I guess, cellmate for a month. And they there's I think the red light goes on when it's your final day and then they like gas the room, knock you out and they just put you on a random level. And there seems to be unless unless you picked up on this, Kevin, there seems to be real no rhyme or reason to it. It's mostly random. Yeah, that's what I gathered, too. And I guess the unanswered question for me and maybe maybe you can answer it, Kevin, but I don't really. So to get actually get into the jail or the prison, I'm pretty sure it's a voluntary program. It seems so like a, the, a decent amount of people volunteered, and then they kind of hinted that some people were just, like, forced into it. So they have, like, a whole, like, uh, interview and um, vetting process before they accept volunteers, Shuddy. And the platform, the food platform, is made up of everyone's favorite food. So, like, the idea, I guess, and this is what starts to, like, un- uh, unfold... Is that like they prepare the platform with enough food for everyone on every level, provided that they eat their allotment. But the problem is that no one no one does that, right? So like, okay, let's just say <laughs> it's the three of us and we're each on a level. So there would be a helping of food for all three of us of a dish that we each selected. Yeah. And if Jeff went first, neither one of us would eat. <laughs> oh, shit. Right? Like, that, I'm just putting it in, in simple terms. So that's what it is. They, they basically put everybody's favorite food on there with the intention that it's for them if the assholes above aren't greedy. Yeah. Am I, I understanding that correctly? Kind of. I think what... What, um, like the, the, the point of view of the prisoners is like, I think the, the interview the vetting process occurs way before they actually go into the cell. So initially, like when they're there, they don't recognize it as like, Oh, my favorite meal is here. They just see like a platform of food. Right. And they, but, ha- and they just but, like attack it. Yeah, it's okay. gross. People are just like grabbing fistfuls of stuff and eating it, and like stuff is falling out of their mouth and going back into the 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 food tray. And it's like, I don't know. In these like in the Corona times, everything you watch, like every time somebody like high fives or like handshakes, you're like, ee. And that watching the platform during the Corona apocalypse, where food is just falling out of their mouth back into the tray. And then people are just grabbing handfuls of cake and rice and oh, stuffing it in their mouth. It's fucking gross. So the first cellmate that the main guy has, Goring, I think that's the name, Goring. The first cellmate that he has is this old dude. 
And this guy, I know it's too soon and it won't happen, but he might, I think he should be nominated for an Oscar. That guy was fucking terrifying. I feel like some of this is lost on you, Kevin, because you watched the dub version. Yeah. Like, you know, like, he was scary. He was scary. And if I, if the dub the dub version isn't done right, it just becomes comical and stupid. I, I hope that wasn't the case for you. No, I, I man, thought he was awesome, even he, though it wasn't that actor's actual voice. Right. That guy was fucking creepy, man. And, like, he would do things like, like, when the platform came and stopped, he would, like, eat as much as he could. And then he would, like, spit onto the platform as it was going down. Like, he's... He's pissed down the hole, like just calls like dudes like bitches or scumbags. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, why are people wanting to go into this? You get like a reward. It seems like the um, the the main <laughs> they call dude it an accredited diploma. Yeah, the main dude basically admits he's getting like a degree or a diploma or something out of it. What? Yeah, like if you survive this, like they just give you a diploma, like you gra- like you had graduated college or something. That's the thing that this is where I kind of like start to knock the uh, the platform down on on points or dicks because like to me there's a lot of un- unanswered questions. That's so fucking dumb. I don't know it's- if people realize how horrible it is before they get in there. Is it do, is it sold as like this great thing? They don't really get into that. There's a lot they don't explain. The only thing they show outside of the hole basically are the chefs preparing all of the food and the like head chef that goes around making sure everything is like meticulous. Um, yeah, they have the main character they showed some brief like footage or scenes of him like interviewing yeah 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 to to like get into the into the facility but from the understanding that I get it's like they don't know how intense it is or like they just think like oh I got to eat like a rationed amount of food or a certain amount of food for like a year in like a prison cell and then I graduate then I get a diploma oh and it gets fucking great. violent and shit and like they people start resorting to cannibalism and it gets super gory. It's fucking crazy. It was a crazy ass movie, and the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like trying to predict the ending and seeing where they're gonna go with it. And I'm like, this concept all just seems too weird for there to be like a definitive, clear cut ending. Like I know they're gonna leave this open ended and weird, and I was kind of okay with that. And I was right. The ending is just open ended and weird. I have a theory on what the ending means. I I predicted Shoot. Jeff would be very bummed out by the ending. I was again. I just love the the show uh, the the movie's commitment to the tone and and the attitude and all that. That yeah. I excuse the ending, and I kind of I somewhat excuse like the unanswered questions to an extent, meaning that I I enjoyed the overall movie. And I didn't let the ending fuck me up. But after it ended, like I turned around to like Paul and you know my brothers like what the what the fuck happened. And, like, my brother, Bill, like, can explain all unexplainable shit to me in movies. And this one, he was like, I I don't know. There's no... They left it open. So, like, yeah, I don't know. What was your theory? The best I can do is the main guy, when the platform finally reached all the way to the bottom. By the way, they never really explain the platform. There's no pulleys or anything. It's perfectly cut to fit through the hole in the center of the... The floors. 
There's no piston or anything pulling it. There's no hydraulics. It's a magical floating concrete platform. So that aside, when he gets to the bottom floor and it's all dark and shit, my theory is that he bled out and died. And the girl... He didn't get his stupid fucking diploma. He didn't get his stupid fucking diploma. There was like a little girl they found in there and they were trying to like... Their plan was to... These two dudes, the main guy and this other dude, one of his newer cellmates, were going to protect... They thought the message, a way to like beat the system, like the Willy Wonka thing, like you hand Willy Wonka back the the everlasting gobstopper and, my boy, you've won! So they were like, oh, if we just protect one meal, if we ride the platform down to the very, very bottom and the platform goes back up with a preserved meal on it maybe that that's the secret to winning this so when they get to the bottom then they find the kid they give her the last meal so she eats it and then they send her back up as like the message of hey we got it we figured it out this is what you wanted right but the guy i think the guy dies walks off and then just trusts that the little girl going riding up back up on the platform will save the day was she a little girl or was she just a small per a small no, she was a child. Girl. Why would they put a child in that? Never uh-huh. gets explained. And there's this there's this badass character who is like supposedly looking for her child, and instead of like she does the same thing every month. She kills her cellmate, and then she rides down on the platform, killing, well, looking for her child theoretically, but mostly killing everyone that she comes across. Yeah, because most people try to attack her or rape her. And then she yeah. just kills them. And, they get, and then they get smoked. So it's supposed to so, be like her daughter. But then one of like the admin people who like vet the, one of the, uh, vet the main character before he comes into the prison, she ends up in the prison uh, in one of the cells and says, like, that girl's full of shit. Like, she doesn't have any kids. She's just a fucking psycho who's, like, going around murdering yeah. for sport. But then you see the kid at the end. You're like, well, wait a second. Maybe she... Maybe that's her kid because yeah. she's an Asian woman and the kid's an Asian kid. So normally I don't like it when not there's... all Asians are related, Jeff. Oh shit! You went there, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I I usually like um, my movies wrapped up a little neater. I like my questions answered and stuff. But I don't know. I feel like the vagueness of this movie kind of worked. It was just a weird, unsettling ride from start to finish, and it had me hooked. I was into it. I, I don't know. I liked it. I don't think it was great, but I, I enjoyed it. I liked it mm, a little less than I liked The Hunt, but I thought overall it was enjoyable. And again, I've said this a million times, but the 94-minute the runtime is key. Oh, yeah. If you have, I agree. If you have to sit through two and a half hours of that, like, fuck that. But 90 minutes, that's, that's fine. That yep. worked. I agree. Um, I'm going to suck 3.5 platform dicks. Yeah, I'm going to go 3.6. Very specific. But I had the hunt at 3.75. I don't want to put this all the way at 3.5 because I (laughs) I did like a little more than that. But it wasn't as good as the hunt. Um, You know what I was surprised about? Like the diversity of Spain. They're really good at including people into their, including all different uh, races in in their movies. Yeah, they had Asians and black people. Yeah, they look more diverse in America. I was (laughs) fucking shocked. (laughs) <laughs> go Spain. Yeah. 
Oscar's not so white over there, I'll tell you that. Nope. <laughs> Oscar's not so good? Spanish either. Are we good to go? Yeah, yeah. From Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. 